is welcome sisters reading romance podcast this is one half of the podcast aisha this is the second half lexi and we come to you after like a week i guess it's a week off kind of because we didn't release an episode last week um because we already did wolf song but um the month of march is green creek series it's kind of exciting yeah I mean, they're long, they're long books. They're not. That thing is. They are. Like, they are long books. Are they're, they long? Okay, though? but we read. So they obviously are re-releasing, and I, I think that's I why, know. like, there's hype. And also, kind of disappointing because I like wanted to like buy them instantly. Yeah, because and I them. purchased. So I want people to know I purchased Wolf Song last year because I loved it so much, and then when I decided, okay, I was going to go back and read the other three books, I wanted to go purchase them. But they stopped releasing this the cover. original covers because they knew they because were going they're to. He's yeah. re-releasing with a traditional publisher. Yeah, because I think these are self-published. Yeah, but he's re-releasing the covers in hard copies, and you cannot buy the original cover. But I have Wolf Song in this cover, so and I'm going to either be fucked over and have like the on the like also, non-matching covers on my also because they're a traditional public publisher. They're also shorter. Because yes. self-published ones are always kind of slightly bigger. It, like, it's either I'm going to have to just, like, live with only Wolf Song, which is fine, because I'm going to probably buy them all. In my opinion, it's the best book of the series. It is. But, the best book of the or I buy the, the other three, and they just don't match. I also feel like I'm wrapping my head around the new covers, because they're not, like, my favorite. I like them. They're pretty. But I don't, I don't necessarily like them more than the old covers if that makes sense or less than the old covers like i don't like i don't feel i mean the old covers are very simple yes which is true to anything it's self-published though i guess i've seen some really ugly self-published books though. also true but like you got to keep it pretty simple so yeah i we're mean doing, we're doing raven song this we're doing raven song. week gordo and mark's book so we'll do i uh, will do them in order so last week there wasn't a book or wasn't an episode because we already did rape uh, wolf song so if you got this far in the episode and you haven't listened to the wolf song episode listen to it it's episode 19 we did it in january and we're this is our first series the first time we've done a whole series oh i guess so because we've done like like series that are standalones if that makes sense they're all kind of connected but different and have we done oh yeah i guess we've done like we mortals did. after dark and stuff yeah like and then we did the get a life or get a job um eve brown, eve brown. yeah so that it's was a series actually, isn't it actually age eve brown we keep fucking getting that one is it actually I no think it's, it's got a job i think it's actually i think it's got a job i think it's actually age i know because i just exported all these videos to oh YouTube. yeah okay we are so now on youtube we now have a youtube channel so please go follow us you can listen to all the episodes on youtube from moving forward we are figuring out how to actually video ourselves recording it's actor age is it why do we keep doing what? that i keep, you know why it's because you referred to it at the beginning as get a job yeah. and then it just stuck in our heads and now it's which it also that is also a very fitting title anyway actor age eve brown that's the one um but we have a youtube channel so please um follow our youtube channel subscribe and you can listen to all our episodes via youtube um they aren't actual videos of us recording we are in the midst of figuring out how to do so they may eventually turn into videos of us actually recording 
but for now they're just like the actual recordings so you can just listen to them from youtube um so that's new um but yeah should we get into this book let's do it so raven song by tj clune uh tropes um childhood lover or childhood crushes to lovers yeah i put second chance romance yeah that makes sense. um because they were yeah like childhood like sweethearts basically i guess they never really got together they're fucking so cute as kids they're very we'll circle back to that but um shapeshifter sets so werewolves which paranormal yeah fantasy this is considered fantasy on the, the library, library but yeah. it's definitely paranormal i mean the library has no actual distinction between paranormal and the library fantasy. and i have beef because every library i've gone into the romance has been mixed into general fiction and who the fuck does that let's be honest i don't want to look through it's an entire s- section of general fiction to look for romance it's the snobby people who work at the library who think uh, that romance isn't like worthy of having its own fucking section yeah because let's be honest like you can't browse if you're looking for just romance in a section that's mixing with general fiction like i get it at used bookstores because used bookstores they get so many books that like it's just easy for them to label something as general fiction but at the fucking library if you're going to tag it with a romance sticker at the spine fucking put in a romance section i hate having to look for a romance book i mean yes but my library is also very tiny so i've been to two libraries that are like close to me because i'm kind of somewhere like sandwiched between the two and both of them are in a fucking general fiction section i mean i they, they're like because they only consider at least as my my library the ones that are the trade paperbacks as romance and everything else is general fiction not even at the Fleetwood Library, they don't even have that. They have a they have a trade paperback mystery section, and horror section, and western section. This is discrimination, but not a romance section. This is discrimination. That's right, library. I feel I'm discriminated. Because I pay my taxes. We need this shit done. I walked in being like, you know what? I'm gonna browse the library because like sometimes it's just fun to browse, and. I was like, is this fucking really impossible? Yeah, you, can't you can't do that really when do it's that. in a general fiction. Because then you're looking for the stupid romance tag. And oftentimes they're tagged incorrectly. Yeah, because a lot of people who work at a library do not know. Because I mean, like, the, these books. My thing so is, like, this, I, I understand. I never, I don't work at a library. I don't work at a bookstore. I don't work at all these places. But, like, how hard is it to... Because every book we buy, we look up on, like, Goodreads and stuff. Yeah, like, how hard is it to look up a book on Goodreads or, like, And on see the, what it's, like, what it's, like, the what, genre is. Yeah. Like, how hard is that? It's not that hard. The, the internet is widely hard. available. It's also, I'm assuming that, like, when you buy something from a publisher, which all of the books in the library are generally bought from publishers, oh, yeah. you would assume that they, they would, would give, them- give them the fucking category. Okay, and also, I just want to know, we're not just, we're not... We're not saying don't use your library, we're, but, like, no, no, no. you're we, fucking we librarian. Don't be, Tell not, me why. We don't want to, like, uh, shit on librarians because their job is, I don't know, quite shitty. I'm, Isn't, I mean, I would fucking love to be a librarian. They, I think you would love to do that, but you don't get paid very well. And I mean, I thought we would also, know. I've never known a librarian. Also, people tend to just leave their kids at the library and be like, peace. That's also true. That was never us. We never got left there. We had no. like a certain time limit where we had to leave. Yeah. But like the only good thing about the library they went to recently, they had the stupid romance all mixed in with general fiction. But they had that, that bag. 
the no, like do mystery bag like date with a it's book. like a blind date with a book and it's like a it, they called it a grab and go and it's maybe i'll do maybe i'll do a video review for the five books i got in it for our patreon when's our patreon's launch we don't have a patreon no but like we're going to have a okay patreon. eventually in the future we plan to have a i patreon. could put it on our youtube channel you could put it on As your youtube bonus channel. content bonus content so we'll see there's some, some questionable books in it but some good ones too so we'll see that was the only the only saving grace of this library because all these like these tj clune books are all listed as fantasy they're definitely we, i mean paranormal. my Would library you consider these romance so okay. i think okay Okay. Would I consider <laughs> Raver's Raven Song? No. Romance? This is, a, this no. is more so paranormal. This is this is more paranormal. With but the romance cons- being the subgenre. Would I consider I think the only one I would really consider romance is, is Wolf Song. Wolf Song and Brother Song. Brother Song. Agreed. Of the four. The other the other two The two center books are more You so know what fantasy. I would I would argue that like Wolf Song wouldn't even like cause I, I understand that like Joe and Ox relationship was a really I big kept, part of that I kept, book i keep creeping tj clint's website for like bonus scenes for uh, for, oh, I haven't for them bonus scenes. but i have not yet seen a bonus scene for joe and ox so mm-hmm. disappointing they're fucking cute they're cute so i mean ox is my fucking favorite werewolf jesus or yeah jesus werewolf okay what wait it, we're getting ahead of ourselves that's not happened yet okay. so okay Back to our tropes before we get ahead of ourselves. We have to make sure we stay in this book. So, uh, I found family. Yeah, it's always been you. That was the other, the other. Um, yeah, faded mates. Um, this is obviously a, que- a queer romance. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all the that was all the all the the ones that I had like the big ones that I had listed for tropes. Would you consider Grumpy Sunshine? Would Mark consider be considered a sunshine? You know what? Yeah, I probably would consider this Grumpy shun- Sunshine. That's because true. Gar- because Gordo just is make, very is clearly like, the grump. Is quadruple grump. Like he's the grumpiest grump. Yeah. Because like most grumps you get are just like um, mutes. Not mutes, but they're kind of <laughs> like, just I like know. they're kind of indifferent. Just like, like I wouldn't I wouldn't say antisocial, but like. They kind of just like do don't care what people kind of think of them. Where like Gordo is he's like just angry. A, he's a gr- just like, like he is a grumpy old man. Like, like and I love Gordo. I I loved Gordo in the first book. I like and like the thing is, it's like if this book this book frustrated me to no end. If this book was from Mark's point of view, I don't know if I would have liked it as much. But I also, you Honestly, also don't get enough Mark in this book. You so. don't. And, okay, we'll get there. But, um, so, trigger warnings. This is graphic? Like, would be the only thing. I mean, thing. he loses his hand. Okay, wait a, sp- I guess we're, spoiler, we spoiler alert. alert this. I didn't know this happened because I looked at fan art after Wolf Song. I was looking at fan art of all the, all the characters. Because Ox is, like, described as, like, he's, like, tan skin. yeah. And he's like really big, but and like, like dark haired, and dark haired. And I was like, I want to know what, like, how other people could interpret I can't, that. I because all- when I went into the deep, I made that video, and like I made a whole bunch of like things, and then I would the same looking for like how did people how did describe you- or like how did they because picture this? I think a lot was- of people think of him as like a like I didn't picture him as white. At uh, all. Ox. Yeah. 
I pictured him as like maybe like a halfer. Ox? Yeah. Yeah, I pictured I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I I don't know what I pictured to be honest. I pictured him as halfer and everyone kept describing him as like larger than life. Like he's a large kid. Like not only is he a yeah. large kid, but he's like a large person. Like he's just a big human being. He's, like, he's just, just a big really human. Tall. And every fan art he's like kind of like those like instagrammy like yeah, 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 tiktoker yeah. boys and i'm like that i don't that's, that's not what i pictured i pictured i pictured him like very tall very muscular because i pictured mark very differently than the fan art portrayed him i was like that's not what i was expecting i pictured him as that but i also like okay so the kids get their blonde hair from elizabeth yeah because thomas because is thomas dark had hair. dark hair so i was like oh Mark must have dark hair as well. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. He's he blonde. He has like he's like dirty blonde. Yeah, it's like an like yeah, it's like a dirty blonde, like a light brown. It really. This but family, then I always when they family pay, throws me off, man. When they described Abel, um, Thomas and Mark's dad, because he looks like Thomas. He looks like Thomas. Yeah, like Mark doesn't look like them. He was supposed to look like their mom, who you don't get to see at all because she you, died. You literally have like yeah died with like with Mark or like right after Mark Mark was born yeah something like that and they don't really do they say how she dies we just don't like mothers in this story or per, except besides Elizabeth Elizabeth, Elizabeth Honestly, is the mother of the, everybody like and we'll we'll look I'm sure the last episode will recap like one of the things we wish about the whole series but like. I just wish we got more of Thomas like I wish he had died in the first book like could he not have well, died in this did, book we we get. We still get a lot of Thomas. Uh, yeah, like, like Thomas is like same. really like he's basically a main character. He is still. a really important character in the entire series. But you don't. It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. That being said, every time he's mentioned, I like start bawling my fucking eyes out, man. Like <laughs> anytime he's mentioned, anytime he shows up in like because they he they usually go into this like when he shows up, he's it's like, like this it's like weird dream. dream okay, in, you, in between worlds kind of the novella that set after this book after no it's on. i didn't oh my god that fucking kills yeah okay i'm not gonna read this point of view and it's i fucking i'm not gonna read i cried them. so hard I, I was like it's like it's the thing is, is it's like maybe it took me like 20 minutes to read and i was like i'm fucked up it was it wrecked I, me i just don't think i emotionally can it handle was good it but like it was really i don't sad. think i can emotionally handle it right now. um besides okay so besides the 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 graphicness of this book it's and like the very distinct bad dad theme of the entire oh like the entire series everyone has daddy issues in this book everyone has daddy issues in general in this series yeah although to be fair like i um i followed tj kuno on on instagram did you see he put that story out where he called his mom out for being a shitty parent no i didn't oh my god okay he basically is doing a book signing close to like his hometown and he was like, he was like, yeah, thanks. Like, I think I can't remember what her name is. I'm just gonna call her Carol. I think it was something like that. He was like, yeah, thanks, Carol, for being a shitty mom. I know you follow me on Instagram, but fuck you. You told you told me that I had to get my like head out of the clouds and like stop reading any books. But look, people are reading my books. He's like, I hope you don't fucking show up my signing. He's like, let's normalize talking about shitty parents. And I was like, whoa, I love it. I was fucking like, call her out. I was call like, call her out. Fuck yeah. I was like kind of shocked but also kind of like here for it and i was like you know what i get that tone in this book <laughs> it's I, like gordo is that like that this, is gordo yeah like this like that 
you can see like and I only follow TJ Poon on Instagram so like I can't say mm-hmm. and I don't like like stalk his Instagram but that I was like that very much is a like a tone of Gordo is in a hole so like mm-hmm. you can very much see that like that part of TJ Clune in Gordo yeah but um yeah I was like holy fuck call her out um otherwise yeah there's no trigger warnings besides that it's just like kind of graphic um he loses his hand he loses his hand guys yeah this had a this is a 4.46 um, all these books are very highly rated the thing is is that this has 21,000 ratings like just over and wolf song still has the most amount of ratings maybe this will go up as they are re-released because now like tj clean wrote tj clune wrote these when he was a a lesser known author yeah because they're self-published and like and now that he's had he ha- quite a few bestsellers with yeah. like the um the cerulean c one the young the young adult books he yeah releases then I think that people will start to go back and read these. So I think that we'll, you'll get more ratings on them as they go, which might change their score, actually. But this is a 4.46. I would say that's that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. It did have less ratings, though, than Wolf Song, for sure. Um, because, yeah, like it's, it's, I mean, I guess it's the second mm-hmm. book in the series. I was really excited to go into Gordo's book, though, after Wolf Song. He was the one that I wanted. I to liked see the Gordo. Most of. Yeah, I don't dislike Gordo. I just like I love Gordo. He's my favorite. He's a little frustrating at times in this book. You're just like, yeah, Gordo. I understand you're an angry little man, but yeah. Okay, let's read the back of the book and then we can talk about Gordo and Mark. Okay, Gordo Livingstone never forgot the lessons carved into his skin. Hardened by the betrayal of a pack who left him behind, he sought solace in the garage in his tiny mountain town, vowing never again to involve himself in the affair of wolves. It should have been enough. And it was, until the wolves came back, and with them, Mark Bennett. In the end, they faced the beast together as a pack, and won. Now, a year later, Gordo has found himself once again the witch of the Bennett pack, Green Creek has settled after the death of Richard Collins and Gordo constantly struggles to ignore Mark and the song that howls between them. But time is running out. Something is coming. And this time it's crawling from within some bonds, no matter how strong were made to be broken. So. I mean, that's like accurate. It does. It's very vague. It's very vague. It is. Like, it's not wrong, but it's very it's not, vague yeah, as to, like, what, the, what actually shows like, up. Like, what is the overlying plot of this book? It's like, tells you nothing. It tells you absolutely nothing. Whereas, like, the one, the Wolf Song one was just vague enough, but you got the gist. Mm-hmm. This is, like, so vague that, like, it's not inaccurate. It just, like, doesn't tell you anything that happens in this book, which is maybe the point. I guess. Um, so the main character, so this is, this is a single POV told entirely from Gordo's point of view. Yes. Um, and the love interest in this book is Mark Bennett, Mm -hmm. Thomas's younger Younger brother brother. and Ox's second in this like pack scheme now. And Gordo is 32 when he returns. No, I think he's like 35. He is 14 years older than Ox. And Ox is 27. 
at the end of the first book. So I think he's around like 35, 36. And then Mark is just kissing 40. 40. Because Mark is a couple years older than him. Yeah. Okay. So like they're not, I thought there was more of an age difference like originally, but they're actually not that far apart. No, they're not that far apart. But it's also like it makes sense when there are kids why Mark didn't necessarily pursue Gordo. Yeah. The interesting part, was this, was this in this book? I think it was when they talked about um, Richard Collins and how Gordo and Mark both kind of suspected that there was some weird, like that not he... quite brotherly love happening there. Did you? Is no, that in I this didn't. Book? I didn't. I don't that, know. That was commented. That. For it was sure. probably. It I was remember, probably in this book. Cause yeah, because like, they don't really what? bring up Richard Con- Collins after this book. After this book, so but, it probably was in this book. But I didn't. Is either they, I just forgot? I wish we had like, the book so I could look it up because they, that definitely was mentioned. We're like, but I do was, know, like, I do remember, like, Gordo being like, I just don't like the guy. <laughs> yeah, Gordo never liked him. Gordo and Mark never liked him. Um, like they seemed to see, like that he just like was kind of a loose cannon. Like that was there, and he was like kind of arrogant and just like was like mean, but la- like but played it off as like, oh, but I'm just joking. Like we're friends, but like yeah. it was always like an undertone of like meanness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the flashbacks in this book. They're my favorite part. Yeah, they're my favorite when like you see Gordo as like a kid because yeah. you start seeing Gordo from like five. Mm, I think he's a little bit old. Five or seven when he starts getting his tattoos. I think it's seven. So, like you start, it's it's funny because it's like kind of like thirteen when his dad blows up. Yeah, and he's sixteen when they leave. I thought he was 15 when he leaves. I think I th- it, it's one of the two. Like, he's, I'm pretty sure he's he's 13, though, when his dad, like, the stuff with his dad blows yeah. up. Because you basically. Because you get, like, flashbacks of, like, between him as a kid. Yeah. And then them on the road when they leave after Thomas dies. Yeah. So it's, like, those are intertwined. And then it kind of, like, uh, you just reach a point where you get to present day it in the beginning though you do get you are in present day but the flashbacks alternate between you'll get some like the flashbacks alternate between him as a kid and then him on the road yeah and you get more of those flashbacks than you do of the present day and then all of a sudden it just kind of the flashbacks end and you just get present day yeah you kind of like reach a point and i think it's i guess kind of like the last scene i think the last wrote like flashback scene was when like a he third gave mark back the wolf yeah that was like the last scene yeah yeah and i would say that was like the first third of the book yeah. which is similar to wolf song wolf song um and i really liked that i liked the flashbacks like i liked getting to see gordo as a kid yeah and i liked getting to see his motivations and his family from his point of view, Mark, from his point of view, was yeah. fucking so cute. I just love that, like, Mark just, like, followed him around, and he was like, can you not? And then you get to see Chris. Um, Chris, Rico, and Tanner. And Tanner as kids, and, like, that was really cute. So and funny. just, like, funny to, like, get a glimpse of, like, who they were before this, because they're all kind of accessory characters, and you don't get to know them distinctly until yeah. kind of the end of the wolf song. But here you get to, like, you actually get to see their personalities as children and like as they grow up into adults it's mm-hmm. like very much still similar and gordo is still also like 
he's always been kind of reserved. Like you don't get him like yeah. you I got the sense that he was reserved because the wolves left him, but he's actually always been kind of like that. Yes. I also didn't realize how close him and Thomas had actually been. Yeah. And I think it makes sense why he's so like he was so angry of them coming back. Agreed. Because you don't really get it until... Because, yeah, because you're like, oh, he was the, the pack witch. But, like, I now get it because it's like he was, he was the pack witch. And he, like, he was part Thomas of the Thomas was going to be his alpha. And they were, like, a duo. Like Yeah, like, they're supposed to be a duo. Yeah. In the same way that him and, like, Thomas and Elizabeth were a duo, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was very much a relationship with just, like, How him and Gordo. How much older Thomas to Gordo? Because so, he must have been... Thomas must have been like he was, in his teens when Gordo started getting his tattoos. He was sixteen in that first scene when Gordo was getting tattooed, and they were like, "Well, you can come because in he this is like your he wisdom, would tell Gordo witch. everything first before like any news got to the pack. So like, yeah, which is kind of the way it was supposed to be, and that was the way they set up mm-hmm. that Abel and um, what the fuck is his dad's first name? Robert. Yeah. Um that was the way that they told them the relationship is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So that was what they but ended I didn't up taking really, on. I didn't, I don't know if I really saw that between Robert and Abel. No, but because Robert made that comment that his yeah. dad had never quite understood pack. His yeah. dad was never really a part of the pack, even though he quote unquote was, he was like the witch pack in the or way, the pack witch. in the way that Gordo was very much a part of the pack. Mm hmm separate from his ability to be the pax witch and their relationship seemed very like would you say it was like kind of fatherly or like more brotherly i think it was more brotherly like thomas really took on the like older brother role with gordo even more i would say than his relationship with mark yeah yeah i agree um yeah i would say that's probably pretty accurate because it it was very much like a because Mark was never going to be a second. Like, he never, like, Thomas never had a plan for Mark to be a second. Yeah. And that put a strain on. The two of them. Their two, their relationship. Even though they said because that it he, didn't, it was still always an underlying, like, I'm not your second. Yeah. Even though he's technically, like, born to be a second. Yeah. In the same way that Carter is born, like, his role is always to be uh, Joe's second. And the way that their relationship shaped up. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting how I, I did not expect Gordo and Thomas to be that close, like from the first book. And it was really nice to see their relationship. And like, dude, it fucking wrecked me, man. It also, it also, like, I think this book, like, Wolf Song emotionally wrecked me, but this book probably was like a close second. Cause like, you get to see, like, you're as a reader you're frustrated because you see that gordo is holding on for too long to the anger you know that he is and you know that you need like he needs to let it go to move on and sometimes as a reader when you read books like that you almost like resent the character because they're not quite letting go and in this book like you feel like you feel so sad for Gordo, for Gordo but you also completely understand why you, he's you so completely resentful. understand and that's all he had to like until i like honestly until, until ox. ox came and mm. became his tether 
that was what he was holding on to was the anger was the anger and that's what kind of made him sane a little bit besides the ray the the wood wood raven which mm-hmm. i would argue was more significant than the, the stone wolf that yeah that was so fucking cute that scene where like because mark carved it and was like it's kind of uneven he's like it's okay i'll take it anyway and it's just such a cute scene um because yeah like i i didn't expect to like empathize as much with gordo like i expected to like don't get me wrong i think my least favorite part of this book one of them was the fact that it took gordo so fucking long to like let it go and like you you're cheering so hard for him to like have a happy ending that you're like, you just need to let it go. Like you need to just like, I understand that, but not let it go, but like move on. Mm -hmm. And like, you can't like, he couldn't quite move forward. And you see that it like, is not only tearing him apart, but tearing apart his relationship with Elizabeth, who he was also really close with. Like he was like, I didn't realize that he was with the pack. Like it didn't click to me that he was with the pack when Carter and Kelly were like babies. Like he literally walked around with them as babies and was like, he used to play with them. Like they were, they were like not quite his kids, but he was like their, their cool uncle. Mm -hmm. And they don't remember that because they were too young. But Gordo remembers like the cute little kid that like followed him around asking him to like show him the tattoos move. Yeah. And, like, you realize how much Gordo actually lost when they left. You know what I read um, when I was, like, looking up, like, just stuff about the series? <laughs> the, the deep, dark web deep of the dark internet. The dark web is someone put a think piece of, like, so in, so he takes over this garage from this, old the man. garage, this old man named yeah. Marty. Which we will talk about, I think. Um, and the, the garage was called Marty's. And I read a thing that was like Gordo was so bitter and mad that he paid an extent like a huge amount of money to change the branding of this garage to Gordo's. And it's like there's like a one main street. It's like a small town. So there's one main street. And so every time they would come into town, they would have to see Gordo's. On, is that why he did it? I don't. I saw. I don't think that's book. why he did it. it. It's never really explained why it's he like changed the name. But it's like a speculation of like a fan speculation. Yeah, like did Gordo change the entire name of this garage so that they would, would have to see his name? But I also think it was like a little bit of like they left him to quote unquote take care of the territory, but yeah. really it was because Thomas was scared that which ended up like. It ended up being true. Spoiler alert for later on in the books ends up, it ended being, up being true. It ended up being a little bit true. A bit of I a don't... fail safe. Yeah. And like the, the tattoos that Robert literally tattooed onto Gordo's body to help like channel the magic basically ended up being like they were they were worried that he had tattooed something that could be used against them and like Gordo not even know because he was a child. But that's what fucking happens. When but you let a, you, I don't like, think that tatch, that tattoo was a, like something that could be used against other people. It was like a it was like a handicap. Because my thing was that it basically it, allowed Robert to tap into Gordo's magic. Oh, I thought it was like it limited Gordo's magic. No, like it allowed him to to pull magic from him. And that's how he came back from the dead later on. Oh, fuck. I didn't because realize that. Because he, and that's like, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves with other books. But like, basically this book, 
the it has the, a the, weird the big bad for the rest of the series is Robert Livingstone which honestly from the first book I wouldn't have guessed I wouldn't have guessed that like that was going to be the bad guy I personally thought that was going to end after this book and that no. Robert Livingstone was going to die at the end of this book and then they were going to have another person to be and then another person to be like it'd be like a a different like problem each time mm-hmm. versus it be like a continuation of the problem like the next three books all revolve Gordo's dad as the big bad guy yeah which is not what I expected in the original like from reading the first book because basically you Gordo comes back and their two packs become one and they defeat what's his face mm. um what the fuck is his name Richard, Richard Collins. Collins. They are all named the same, and um, they defeat him, and he dies. And they're kind of like, okay, things are gonna be okay. And then they realize that Robert Livingstone, Gordo's dad, is like in cahoots with this like alpha of all that took over for Thomas when Thomas stepped down to take care of Joe. Yeah, and that they're basically. She is now power hungry and is trying to get rid of the Bennets because the only one who can take away the power from her would be Joe claiming his rightful place as alpha of all. Yeah. And she wants the power. So they like manage to get rid of that's how that's how it all comes is that it's really just a plot to get rid of the Bennets. So this book's plot is the feral thing, which is like, fair- so very strange to me. His Robert Livingstone's magic somehow he created more elf more omegas which are when they like wolves lose their tether or like lose their pack and they have nothing to like kind of keep them from the wolf or if they kill someone that like doesn't deserve it or something no I don't think that's it oh I thought it was like also you you go evil if you like no I don't think that's it I think it's like mainly tethers that's why tethers are like the most important thing I see but um yeah he basically uses black magic to create this like disease yeah like a virus to make more omegas and I guess he did it in order to to get rid of wolves he just hates wolves yeah he hates wolves He Um, he sees wolves as the reason everything was taken away from him yes because which is stupid because all his decisions were the reason things were taken away from like him. like i see where he's like i, get I understand why he, he was, was like it's the pack's fault because they, they but then it's his fault for cheating on his wife and then having a kid with his with this like other his woman mistress and, and then, then manipulating the his and manipulating his wife's memory so she goes so, fucking psycho which is basically what you don't you don't really connect the dots like truly to what he did until you get to Robbie's book, the next one. But he basically was like stealing pieces of her like memory. Like if he didn't want her to see something or like she got suspicious, he'd just like erase it from her memory as yeah. if it didn't happen. And then she was like missing time, to- like pieces of time. And like, obviously that she was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. She was going like crazy she's spiraling. Yeah. And Gordo was seeing it because like her, his like she was getting suspicious, right? Cause she's like, Something's being, wrong. I'm f- fucking being cheated on. And like, and she would start like spewing the stuff to Gordo. And then it kind of like ingrains in Gordo's head. Kind of like how in the first book, Ox always hears his dad being like, you're going to get shit for the rest of your yeah. life. Gordo here always hears his mom being like, don't trust them. Because she knew about the pack and the wolves and the witches. Yeah. And the way that I see it is that 
Robert spun it in her brain that the wolves are doing this. It's not, it's not me. The wolves are suspicious. Yeah. So because he just didn't want to be the focus of her suspicions because he was still trying to get away with having a mistress. Well, it was still the focus of her. (laughs) It was, although she ended up fucking spiraling out. So she like goes insane, snaps, finds out about the mistress. So she basically tries to steal Gordo because she's like, we got to get out of here. Like, I can't let them do this to you. And so she got wolves catch on that. She's losing it. Yeah. So when she tries to steal Gordo, because it wasn't just like, oh, he she took him out of school early one day. He was like 13. He was like 13. So he like it was like Mark, wasn't he? Yeah, it was like it was like Sunday. It was like everyone was at the house and she came over and she's like, Gordo, come here. And he was like okay whatever and they got in the car and she just started driving and he's like what he's the like fuck? where are we going and mark's like standing there like uh and he's like but mark like where are we going and then of course mark probably i think he was the one that raised the alarm basically yeah and they ended up like pulling getting gordo back and like sending her away is yeah the way, basically like- they put her like in an asylum or like locked her away and then she got out and she was like, I'm going to kill the mistress. So he, yeah. So, so then she kills Robert's mistress. And then. Who, I don't think she knew he, she was his tether though. No, I don't think so either. I, think I don't think she had any crazy. understanding of tethers. I think she was just like, she's the other woman. I got to get rid of her. And then, but it, he ended up making his mistress, his tether rather than his wife or his son naturally. And then the mistress dies his tether is just like snapped he then snaps and levels an entire city with his magic and like kills a whole bunch of innocent people including the mother in this because he basically finds out crone fronts it it all explodes and then the wolves are like wow we gotta fucking fix this so they have to like make up the story about like some sort of explosion that happened by accident and and they both his parents and then he comes to live with the pack. He comes to live with the pack. And then they um, they basically, yeah, like they basically like cover up the thing. And then they send Robert away. And they just said that they sent him away. But really, they stripped him of his magic and then put him somewhere. They should have just fucking killed him. Like, I think, I like, I understand. <laughs> like the, the, but here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the thing. I understand the, like. Honestly, the problem death been penalty is, like. It's, it's bad. Funny it's because debate. You think yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like all their problems would have been solved if they just killed Richard Collins, if they just killed Robert Livingstone. Correct. Like, why do they need, like, sound, like, why do they ethical have- logic? They're fucking werewolves who have a secret society that live in packs and have a witch. Just fucking kill them. Fucking kill them. Yeah. And theoretically, like, that's what probably should have happened. Should, they should have just killed him. Because, yeah, then you find out, yeah, basically, like, Gordo goes to live with the wolves, but then the wolves leave him and like basically. Yeah. So basically after oh, yeah. his dad's, the hunters come. Because the hunters come. Because they he, they know, they know the, the Bennett pack lives on. And the, they also in, heard that they had a young witch and that like they were kind of in shambles because of the leveling of the city. Yeah. That so, was like kind of their fault, but not their fault because it was their witch. So they come. And this character, Elijah, who ends up being like kind of like. She's like a, she's like, I think she's like a teenager at the time. Yeah. So she. Comes with her family. Who comes are, with her family. And 
basically slaughters more than half the pack, which only leaves like a handful left. Left, including Thomas's dad, Abel, which makes him the alpha of all. So they, after, yeah, after the hunters, Richard's, and this is what it'll and it kills it kills Richard's family, but like because he blames Thomas for not being there, but then Abel died in the same thing. Yeah. So I was kind of confused as to like how did he come to the conclusion that it was like Thomas's fault when they all died? Like it wasn't just like his family died, like, uh, like the kids died, the like first, they murdered children in the first book when they were like they took richard's family i thought they like deliberately took just his family his family and they tortured his family and like he he was angry that the pack didn't do anything more but no it was like mass slaughter like they they slaughtered and the the way that i understood it was that like gordo they drugged yeah because they knew that then the way it was like the it was the full moon so everyone was going to be all in one place and they were going to be like and forced the, to shift and my understanding is that mark def- mark defended elizabeth like his whole sole role was to basically because he couldn't find gordo was to keep elizabeth and carter safe thomas ended up going off and then ended alpha because his dad dies and yeah. the same thing richard goes fucking nuts but then stays with the pack and then when they all leave to go to the whatever what was the compound called caswell something like caswell? that in like Castle. some like okay my thing small town this is Maine? just a nitpick of like the entire fucking series <laughs> why did they have to have the main hub in the east coast like what the fuck about that location was like this has to be with elf of all lit to be honest i think it i think it served a purpose in the story for the sake of like the wolves can't fly because it's overwhelming for them to be in a closed space that was a thing that was like part of like part of a thing I, which is so they drive yeah, everywhere but. so it slowed them down so it allowed for shit to happen in transit so then like if thomas is leaving with with like when ox and joe go there's a delay because they can't get back in time because they fucking drive so it serves a purpose of like allowing shit to happen when there's no alpha around or or less help i just i still think that concept is stupid but anyway I mean, yeah but i see why it served a purpose in the story um so they after so I it's it's not like right away they don't like the fam the, the whole like the pack dies but they basically they stay shortly after they leave. they stay for a couple months to grieve and then they're like we gotta go because yeah. now they're now because of the shit that was happening they they were like well now we need the elf of all like we just had a like a pack witch level an entire city full of people we need to like basically have our faith restored that like things are okay yeah and things aren't getting out of hand so Thomas has to go back. And then Gordo's left behind and like him and Mark end up just like in tatters because Mark has to go because now he's the second. And like, I think Mark regrets this in the end that he didn't clear the air with Thomas, but he always felt slight resentment for because Thomas, A, didn't name him his second to begin with. Yeah. Then made him his second and forced him into the role because Richard fucked up Mm -hmm. and went crazy and then also and then also made him leave his mate his mate and like thomas didn't have to have to leave his mate elizabeth went with him yeah and and his kids and his kids because at that point kelly and carter were born and he refused to bring gordo with him yeah because and you find out later that it was like a pressure from because he was a witch he was a living stone and bad 
literally that he had bad blood. Yeah. And like Gordo is then stuck in this small town with everything he's, like he's ever known. 15. He's like 15. He has no family. He He's left with Marty, who is the owner of this garage. And he starts working at this garage at like 13. Yeah. Basically around the same time. Ox, Ox starts working at this garage. And I think garage. that's why they ended up kind of having a kinship there of like he sees so much of Ox, like himself and Ox at that age of like just being kind of lost, having a shitty yeah. family, like a bad dad and like a mom that like was just trying to do her best. Yeah. So he becomes like, Marty becomes his like basically next of kin. Like yeah. Ken's his guardian. He, he moves into Marty's house which he ends up keeping and that's his house yeah i also like i just love that marty like died and left him everything and he was almost like angry at marty for leaving him too yeah and, like it wasn't like obviously but it was not my choice but, it like, wasn't a choice and it was but it was also like he because he had a heart attack and yeah. this was like the second heart attack or like yeah and he's like we sh- he should have taken better care of himself but and marty was also like he was like in his 80s he was so. old yeah he was pretty old but Basically, he's, like, left by himself. Yeah, um, with just the garage. With just the garage. How old is he when that happens? Probably, like, 18. Like I think he's... Like, Marty dies when he's around 18, 19. Yeah, I think it's... He's, like, 20 or something. Like, he's... Like, at that point, he had mainly taken over the garage anyway because Marty was too old. Mm -hmm. But Marty was, like, coming to do paperwork and Gordo was, like, running the shop, basically. Yeah, and then... And then, at that point, the the guys had started to slowly like one at a time they all were starting to work for gordo in some capacity and then after marty died they all came to the shop full time and it became Mm -hmm. like the trio of his friends also there yeah the Uh, scene when like because you see mark come back and forth and like this is why i wish we got a pov of mark because like you don't realize until later in the book how hard that was for Mark. At first, it just seems like he, he seems like he's like, I can't do anything about it. And you're like, but you can. Like, why are you not? Like, mm-hmm. just fucking leave. And you know that's like not how that works. Yeah. But, like, when Gordo gives him that. The wolf bag. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> See, was, okay. That okay. was, like, actually. This is. This is going to be my and least favorite part, not because I just didn't like it. It was because, like, that was so fucking hard to read. I know. Because you know, because, like. The worst like, part is that then it gets a flashback. It gets flashback you, and you see it again. Because when he tries to save Mark from the, and they put the door and he has to pull Mark out and he sees, he basically sees the whole thing, but from Mark's point yeah. of view. And it just kills him the second time. And you're like, oh, no. It's so heartbreaking. It yeah, because you know how hard it is for both of them, and the you basically get the first the first one you get it in real time basically from Gordo's point of view, and then the second time you get it, but from Gordo watching it from Mark's point of view, and it just mm-hmm. like it just extra breaks your heart. You're like, I can't read this again. Yeah, it's so sad. I okay my least favorite part so like I mean that's not like a least favorite part but it kind of is to be honest my least favorite part was the hand like oh he loses his hand I honestly thought because like I realize that this is like and this is also just like very much a fantasy thing too like because this this is a, a fantasy or paranormal first before it's a romance 
And in a romance, the hand would somehow magically be reattached and it'd be fine. Yeah. In a fucking paranormal or fantasy, that's not what happens. The hand is dead. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. The hand is gone. Like, his, he doesn't get his so, hand back. Okay. And I, will, I want it before, so bad for his hand to just be able to be reattached. Before like, so we get, get into that. So, basically, what happens is Mark and Carter get infected by this Omega virus. virus. And then, in order to quote unquote deal with the problem, the of the Bennets of the Bennets, what's her name? The again? Elf of All. I think it starts with an M. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up. But uh, um, so she's like, you know what we're gonna do? We're, we're gonna, gonna send hunters in to yeah. just eradicate everybody. We'll uh, strike a deal with the hunters to kill the the legendary Bennett pack and take care of the problem for us. Under the guise of they're infected. Yeah. And I think she also wanted the, the territory. Like, yeah. Because it's oh, it's like quoted to be like one of the most powerful. powerful just because it's old and it's always had wolves and a witch on it. Yeah. So the these basically these hunters come to town to like. And they like ward up this town. Like no one can leave the town. Like including the humans in it. And, yeah. So basically the hunters are going to kill everybody humans wolves everybody everybody and that's when you get gavin who you don't realize his you don't is realize gavin. it's gavin he's but just the, like this wolf the, the main hunter elijah she's back and she's got like she's she, unfinished business and she got she's got pet wolves which she basically has pet has wolves found two two omegas and, and just like chain them with silver and so it's savage yeah and then you you meet you don't know it's gavin but he, they call him the timber wolf and he attaches himself and to he, Carter. Yeah. And for some reason also is very interested in Gordo. Yeah. So like Gordo sees him and he's like, like he was going to kill him. And then he was like, I don't know. Something doesn't feel right about killing him. So then because you he know that like, their scents are familiar. He like, li- like leaves him. And then, just and then like, the, the Timberwolf follows him and then sees Carter and Carter. He's like, that's mine. And he yes. like latches himself to Carter. And then it like, you'll see for years he has this Timberwolf following just, him. Yeah. Like just like a dog. Yeah, Basically. but he's like he's not really a dog because they, like, they they're they very joke about it. It's a they're like it's a dog. Yeah, they're like very aware that he's Omega Wolf, and, and they're like, very aware that that he's claimed Carter as his mate. Oh, everyone knows, but Carter is like oblivious, so oblivious, and to he's it oblivious his whole book. To Elizabeth it. sees it like right away, like, and so does everyone. Everyone else is like, uh, but and they're like, don't let him figure it out. But it takes like it literally takes years. years. So. They basically managed to like kill all these hunters because the witches that they that they visited on their like quest to find um Well Gordo has Richard, a connection because I think other to other witches because there's some sort of network of There's like, a network and I also think the witches knew that he was a witch without a pack and they kinda like in particular the although two a lot of them don't alien have packs yeah but he's a specific type of a witch that was the one thing that i didn't because i originally I think thought there's that, different types of witches uh, well so because he his power is like channeled through tattoos and i don't yes, think the rest of the witches no. had that so my or it was like everybody had their own way to channel it so like the um the woman Eileen, had her like sticks and bones in that cup that's her like she has like was a, that her because there's that i thought that's that how was she does it though oh i thought that was that witch that they encountered that, same the same pat like they do the same okay. thing and then the albino guy uh has a specific way that he channels his med like they're all different but then the one that yeah so then like he ends up asking them for help they end up like 
coming. Oh, yeah, because there's an army of witches that are keeping this entire town. And they're like, we need to, you like, we have to, like, these fucking witches need to. Yeah, and they need help from the outside. Because so, and Gordo had recently reconnected with them. Also, okay, there's so much that happens in this book. Because at this point, too, Ox is also the alpha of Omegas. Because for that split no, second that, yeah. Cause yeah, they, yeah, because they realize that. This is going to be a long-ass episode because there's so much fucking stuff that happens. So they realize that when Richard Collins steals the alpha from Ox when he's still human, uh, he becomes alpha for a second as an omega. As an omega. So he's the alpha of the omegas. And he technically kind of was alpha of the omegas. He just didn't have the official power. And then when Joe kills kills him, Joe gives that power back to Ox in order to like help him transition into being a wolf. Basically. And because of that, Omegas are drawn to Ox. Green Creek and they've been just like we gotta like because like they, they thought that the only way to dealing with this is like giving them over to the elf of all and but she was just killing them but she was just killing them and it does make sense though because when you think about even just like Joe takes Thomas's power and then his pack automatically looks to Joe so it does make sense that if Richard then took the power in the same way that for a split second like tanner and rico and chris also then suddenly were attached to richard for that split second before richard was killed by joe it makes sense that now all these omegas that were tied to richard would now be weirdly tied to ox and they basically to end up fighting the hunters they're like we need manpower we need ox to embrace this like omega thing like he has to then embrace the fact that he like these omegas look to him and basically create a pack and have you actually have the omegas come here and listen to him so they basically call the omegas the omegas help the two witch friends bring their own friends and they help Mm -hmm. basically like kill all these hunters and they like manage to make it through like basically unscathed like it's actually like until gordo loses his hand (laughs) yeah and then the split second literally like there are like three chapters left and then because i knew i saw fan art of gordo without a hand and i I was like something's gonna happen see but the the thing is is that i read these books like as soon as i got as soon as we decided to do this as the uh, for the pod i read raven like i read through two three four all in a go and i didn't look at fan art until after i'd started reading I, the book so i looked at fan art after wolf song but i knew he he was gonna have a stump and i also saw the quote of like when mark was like i'll be your hands and like that one at the end after he loses his yeah. hand and he's like i'll be your hand and i was like that's so cute um but yeah that split second and the thing is is i think this just solidifies because, like, Ox is, is very, he's fair. Yeah. And I think this solidifies this idea that, like, we to fucking end this, we actually have to kill. Like, we just have to kill them. Because he gives that witch a chance. And it, when, when mm-hmm. she's like, I surrender. And he's like, okay, you surrender. And then she tries to basically stab Ox. Jo, uh, Gordo sees it, dives in front, and loses his hand. Instead yep. of getting you know, like ox stabbed, but of course then Gordo's literally got no hand and he's bleeding out, and yeah. the two witches then show up in time to basically help his stump heal. Yeah, they basically just cauterize it and they're just like, "You're scared, yeah. man." But the thing is, the tattoos compensate for that. So like, 
they, they realize up, he doesn't have a hand so they they like grow over his stump i think yeah the way that like it's described is once the stump is actually healed the vines actually just grow over it mm-hmm. from the roses and i thought that was really cool because at that point too like the town had to know because they did evacuate the town because of the and hunters. also a giant timber wolf shows up in front of all of them and Carter almost half shifts and then it turns into like so the town now at the end of this book the town knows there are wolf like there's there's wolves in the town yeah and they've like weirdly embraced them yeah because they're like oh the Bennett's rules always very weird and then it explains a lot <laughs> yeah and they're like weirdly embraceive Gordo at this point has like is just happy that Mark's alive even though he's like still slightly feral yeah. And then, but then because Ox accepts being Alpha Ball, it like Carter and Mark kind of have a lock on their yes. Omega-ness. They're not, they can't go back to being a beta until they figure out how to get rid of this get rid of the, curse the, or this the, like virus. virus. Yeah. But basically they think it's probably just killing. Yeah. They think it's just killing Robert. Yeah. Stone. So they and then they end up mating and i thought it was really weird the um the tattoo from mark i was okay i was wondering if you were gonna bring that up because it's a very it's kind of like a like a mate mark but then yeah gordo basically like like mark bites gordo so he has like a mate mark on his shoulder and gordo his magic basically decides yeah okay this is mine too and tattoos mark with a raven like, like right on his throat like right a across his throat like, think like ear to ear like right at the front of his throat and it moves it also moves as well it moves with gordo's magic if gordo's magic is like activated basically yeah. the tattoo also channels some of the magic so he's able to then use mark to help like basically get strength in his his magic yeah and like channel the pack basically more so he can channel the pack he can channel joe as his his um tether and mark as his mate mm-hmm. to like strengthen his magic i and like, like how mark was like loved it he was like i this is that's because thing. i feel like mark is like this, he, p- this idea that like gordo finally claimed him yeah my okay so my least favorite part yeah is the hand like that's like honestly because that's the romance something there had to be stakes there had to be like someone had to lose something you cannot have a war i know like his but i just didn't want it and that's why and this is why so i recently haven't been reading many paranormal and like fantasy romances because the genre of paranormal and fantasy typically have like the stakes are legit Versus, like, in romance, there's still stakes, but oftentimes it's like, ah, just JK. JK. He gets his hand back. Oh, it, yeah. We attached it, and it's fine. It grows back. Like, do you know what I mean? And, like, this, I guess, stays truer to the fantasy paranormal genre of, like, the stakes are legit. His hand is, is gone. His hand be gone. And I just, And then like, Robbie, like, this is going into the next book, where Robbie's like, you don't have a hand. And he's like, ah, that's a long story. And, like... I just really wanted it to like I know that like the book would have been different without it and like the the coinciding books after this are different without if that hadn't happened but I was like I just really wanted it to all have a happy ending I you know honestly I'm not that bothered about <laughs> that was okay so you see your least favorite part was was having to read the scene a second time yeah 
just because it was so sad because you're just like it's like the best part but Mark the worst is part like falling apart here. i know and you're like gordo just fucking let him in um I yeah like i just like wanted gordo so bad to give in to Mark because that earlier. was like because gordo is like that gordo's grumpy gordo can like shoot shit and he he will he will be mean, but most of the time it's like in in, def- like in a loving a, way. Like that's his way of showing affection. And it's also his defense mechanism yeah. to push people but away. But like that scene, Gordo was being mean. Like he was yeah, like, mean. And to mean. hurt you. And he, hurt. he did that yeah. deliberately to hurt Mark. And I was like, Mark doesn't deserve this. I, and the thing is, and maybe that's my other least favorite part of this book, is like I just wanted Gordo to give in sooner. Like he yeah. he didn't give in to mark until like he was like this oh. like i might have to fucking kill mark like we actually might have to kill mark like he's feral yeah and i was like if you had just fucking given in you would have had so much time like when they got back because the thing is they were they were in green creek for years like yeah over 10 years if they he just gave in when like wolf song was happening yeah he realized and you, but you also get this internality of gordo being like when he finally decides to give in, he's like, I fucked up. Like, I could, I literally, like, Mark could die, and I wasted years of our lives that I could have, like, we could have had this, yeah. and instead of I wasted both of our time. And you just feel for him because you're like, you as a reader also saw it happen because of all the flashbacks, and you're like, just no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my favorite part was the flashbacks, actually. I loved I seeing love Gordo young as a Gordo. Kid, yeah. And I loved seeing young Gordo and young Mark and just him just like he just like follows him around. Like that was like that was just so that cute. I just loved it. It was kind of like how Ox and Joe, and Joe were like Joe followed Ox around. And I also really liked I also really liked seeing Thomas and and Gordo's relationship. That was like an unexpected thing cuz yeah. I expected to see more of obviously Mark and Gordo. But like that was, but the flashbacks I mean, were definitely my favorite part of this book. My like, other least favorite part is just that you didn't get enough Mark. You didn't get yes. lo- you didn't get any. Mark. You didn't get really any Mark. And I wish, I, yeah, I I do. And I mean that's why this would I would say this is definitely more fantasy than this is romance because mm-hmm. you really don't get much mark. of of Mark. And of the three books now that we've read, or the four books now that we've read them all, I think that you get the least. Re- the least relationship in this book yeah but i, I mean like that being said going into it you kind of knew they had a, some form of relationship that's true before, where like you kind of get a little bit of a hint with kelly and robbie, and robbie. and then you get a, a tiny like carter coming to his realization at the end of heart song yeah but then that they, they needed to build off that and like I, I get it, but I also I just like I wish I, I wish, wish we like was... removed some of the like, like, plot. And it, there's like too much plot, and that was my like that's like my nitpick of like this book. It's like it's too much plot. At the same time, I understand the plot of the book, but I also just like I want I wanted more the best romance. I wanted a fucking epilogue where they just were like a happy cute couple. Like that's all I wanted. But you could just see them later in the series. You do, but like it's not the same. All right, what's your favorite? What was your favorite part? The flashbacks. Uh, my favorite part. It was technically part of a flashback. There was this one scene. So, Mark is like, I think Mark is like seventeen at this point, seventeen, eighteen, and, 18, and yeah, Gordo, Gordo is like fourteen ish. This is after his dad. The stuff. Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. I think he's like living in the house with them. Um, 
And Gordo kisses Mark and then Mark kind of freaks out because he's like, well, we can't get together because you're like, you're like too young and this is like, we can't do that. So then Gordo's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go kiss someone else. And he convinces, I think it's Rico who ends up kissing him. Yeah. And so he comes back home smelling like Rico and Mark like is like mad and he has to go shift. And then Abel, his like Mark's dad is like, you're a bit of an asshole, Gordo. And as much as I want to tell you you're an asshole right now, I want you to know when you're an adult, I really respect this. <laughs> like, that was like my favorite quotes. It's like, he's like, you're a bit of an asshole, but I want you to know in the future when you're an adult, I really respect that. Was it Abel? Was it Thomas? No, it was Abel. Was it? I, yeah, I it was his Thomas dad. Was it was, it was Mark's dad. But it was like so that. funny. Because that comes up also later in the in the other books when they're like, remember that one time so-and-so kissed Gor- uh, Gordo? And they're like, they're like, guys, it was a dare. Like, I just was like, why but did it, you bring that up? But it's also like it kind of like um, mirrors what happened with Ox, Joe, and, and Carter. Yeah. When Ox comes, quote unquote, comes out to Carter. Carter. And Carter's like, have you ever kissed a boy? And he's like, no. And he's like, and then he kisses him. And then he tells Joe that he popped Ox's gay cherry. <laughs> yeah. And Joe's like, no. That's so funny. But yeah, that's my favorite part. It was, this book was good. I, yeah. I loved this book. I, I, so like, okay. Then let's round off now that we've done our favorite, least favorite and favorite part. What was your rating? I put this as a four. I put this as a four It's just well. like, the thing is, is the high of Wolf Song. And the thing is, is, just like, I know this is unfair to this book. I think it's unfair to, like, the rest of these books because, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say Wolf Song, just like, it hit a peak. And this one just did not hit. You know, I was thinking about this. It. Like, so, I just felt like it just didn't live up to Wolf Song. And this is a good book. If I didn't read Wolf Song and, like, you have to read Wolf Song. Well, you have to read Wolf Song. <laughs> but, like, if I, if Wolf Song wasn't as good as I not only perceive it as but like it is super well written and super like a fucking great story because this book is talked about a lot online and i think it's because gordo is such a distinct character yeah so he sticks gordo out. has the most personality of everybody in the series even yeah even amongst all the other characters he's gordo out. and robbie are like fan loved like everyone loves gordo and robbie and then Gavin a little bit, but like I think it's Gordo and like Robbie are like, is like Gordo and Robbie are like the two fan favorites. Interesting. I definitely still like Ox and Joe as my favorite couple after writing the, them all. But I so I give this a four as well. And the thing is, is this could have been a five if we had more Mark. And I think yeah. that that was a deciding factor for me was just the fact that the the I wanted more of the relationship. The I realized balance too, of plot and romance was unbalanced. Yeah, because I feel like in Wolf Song, as much as you didn't like, you didn't get really that much Joe. But at the same time, it felt like you did because a yeah. lot of the plot was surrounded revolves around Joe. Around Joe, so you you did feel like you got it even when Joe wasn't actually present in the scene. Mm-hmm. And in this book, you didn't really get Mark unless Mark was in the scene. Yeah, and there wasn't as many scenes of them just together. So it wasn't as much. And I think that if, if there had been more Mark in this book or even just like a fucking bonus scene, then I probably would have rated this higher. Maybe in the re-releases there'll be bonus scenes. 
maybe gonna put that out to the universe so that it happens um yeah so i would say four um steaminess it's like a like two because there is a sex one scene a there's one sex scene is is there a second one the end maybe i'm just thinking about so. it i, I would definitely so. say two though um yeah i would say two is accurate uh rewritability i don't know i don't know if i'd go back to this one as much I as I, 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 I like the flashbacks i think out of the four books i'd go back to wolf song more i i don't know to be honest the thing is is that like i think i'd go back to this one over heart song though to be honest you'd go back to brother song yeah i liked that one i don't think i'd go back to any of the besides really okay too much plot for me i would i would reread this personally i mean if i had it and i wanted to go through this series again i would reread it but if i wanted to go for like a standalone and not read the series together i'd probably just go with wolf song like if i needed to cry she's going to wolf song (laughs) i didn't cry in that book this one i teared up bald my anytime thomas is is mentioned anytime thomas has like a scene in particular when he like has those moments where like they're in that like weird in between world and he like shows up as a wolf i'm like i'm like bawling my fucking eyes out man like you spoiler alert at the end of brother song i was like sobbing (laughs) i was sobbing we'll get there but yeah okay so oh i would would you recommend this book? I would recommend the series. But yeah. you also it's also a particular thing. Like obviously you don't recommend the series if you're like someone who like only solely reads romance, but if someone who likes to read fiction with like hints of romance in it or like if there's someone who likes fantasy novels. Yeah, yeah I would say I wouldn't recommend this book to everybody. Like I would recommend the first book to everybody that's willing to listen. This book, I would recommend, A, if you've read Wolf Song, um, but I'd recommend this to a specific, like, fantasy reader, you know? Or, like, paranormal reader. Like, I wouldn't just recommend this to, like, my other friends who read a lot of romance because if that's what you're looking for, you just don't get that very much in this specific book in the series. Yeah. Any last words? I love Gordo. I'm a Gordo stan. Yeah, we could talk about the very when we do our last episode who our favorite couple was and then who our favorite standalone character was. But um, yeah, read the series actually. Like I, yeah, this was good. And this book, the books don't end on cliffhangers, which thank fuck. I hate cliffhangers. Whoa! But they ha- they land. This on- one kind of did because you get Robert Livingstone coming into Michelle. That's her name michelle yeah michelle's office being like they have something you want they have something i want let's work together and we can get them both yeah because she wants robbie back but she doesn't want robbie back because she likes robbie she wants robbie back because they didn't she doesn't like the fact that they took robbie from her yeah i um i, I wouldn't say this that's a cliffhanger though like it definitely it, it promises another book and it promises a plot for another book but you don't feel like there's loose ends like you don't feel like oh fuck like how did that end like that i, I personally feel that way mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess that's the end of this episode. And next week we'll be doing Heart Song, book three. Book three. Robbie and Kelly. Robbie and Kelly. And um, as usual, check us out on Instagram. That's kind of where we where we live most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, send us book recs. We're currently planning our summer recs. So if you've got any summer recommendations, um, send them our way. We're usually available via email, but also generally Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. Check out our YouTube. Go follow us on YouTube. Oh, what is our YouTube channel? It is Sisters Reading Romance. There you go. We also do have a TikTok, which is also Sisters Reading Romance. So mm. you can follow us on TikTok if you wanted. Otherwise, I think that's all for now. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.